to the UIAAA Connection podcast. GoFan and VNN are proud to be the exclusive sponsor of the UIAAA Connection. Now a combined company, GoFan and VNN provide a seamless integration for digital ticketing and athletic websites. Direct your fans to one place for all your athletic events, communications, and tickets to home and away games. Thank you to GoFan and VNN for their exclusive sponsorship of the UIAAA Connection. Welcome back to another edition of the UIAAA Connection. I'm your host, Mark Hutch Hunter. Today we have as our special guest, Galen War, the principal at Stansbury High School. Welcome to the podcast, Galen. Thanks, Hutch. Happy to be here. Let's have you begin by sharing with our audience here in Utah, and I used to say across the country, but now it's across the world with the NIAAA growing. Uh, talk about where you grew up, where you went to college, your first job, et cetera. All right. Um, well, I'm a hometown girl. I grew up in Grantsville, born and raised. Um, and then after that, I was a little lost. So I went, I decided to be a nanny in New Jersey for a year to help figure things out. Just needed to get out of Twelve County. Um, came home and followed my boyfriend, now husband, to Utah State um, and just kind of dabbled in some ag classes. That's what he was going into. Um, and then we got married and I was working at Proform, Westlow Proform, and a colleague of mine was working on her education degree and it was like this light bulb just went up went on in my head and my heart. I, I just knew that that was my place, that I needed to be in education and that was my direction. So I started out classes at Utah State and then we transferred down to Cedar City. Um, my husband works for the um, BLM for the government and um, started up at SUU, graduated with my bachelor's and master's there. Um, during that time, I was trying to get my foot in the door and so I called up Parowan High School, we lived in Parowan at the time, called Lana Benson and asked her if I could come and volunteer oh. to coach. I don't, I'm not sure why I wanted to coach. I'm not a very good player. I played in high school, but um, I think it's just that leadership aspect, but she was willing to take me on. At that time, I think our best player was probably a nine-year-old girl, um, Casey Cook, that, that she came with her mom was helping coach. And then we had girls that didn't know the difference. Didn't know that they uh, the difference between offense and defense. Um, one of them was afraid to move, and she didn't understand that she could move on defense. So, Alana <laughs> took that <laughs> program quite away, quite quite far. And then I did my student teaching there, um, and then Cedar High School picked me up, and um, that was my first real teaching position and coaching position at Cedar High, and. Um, from there, we, we moved back home and I went to, I taught at Twila High in the alternative program, which is now called Blue Peak High for two years, um, finished up my admin endorsement and got hired on as a VP at Twila High and I was there for a total of six years. And then went, I opened up an elementary school, Settlement Canyon Elementary, was there for six years and then went to Stansbury High where I just finished up nine years and now I'm starting a new journey back at elementary at Old Mill Elementary. So here I am in my new office. <laughs> and that's a brand new elementary school then, correct? 
It's pretty new. It's, uh, I think we're on the seventh year, seventh or eighth year. Okay. So, yeah, it's a beautiful new school. I guess my comment would be, obviously, we're going to miss you at Stansbury because you're one of the great uh, supporters uh, from the principal ranks that we have in the UIAAA. So we'll, we will certainly miss you. Well, I appreciate that. I'm so sporting my stallion gear. I'm trying to figure out how I can still stay connected. <laughs> I think walking away, that's that's the hardest thing. So I was just getting momentum in that. But it's been nine years. It's probably time for me to spend some time with grandkids. And well, we don't know. We don't know how long you'll be at the elementary school. And of course, you can. We would love for you to keep up your membership with the UI AAA and keep you involved. I don't know if they'll let you come to the conference as an elementary teacher. I know, right? <laughs> but, have to pay well, back. <laughs> no, just check, uh, check. I know that Tooele District has a new district AD, Kathan Beer. So check with yep. Kathan. He could make yep. that happen. Yeah, I'll probably just like bully him into making me go. <laughs> well, there you go. I like it. So let's talk about maybe some of the experiences you possibly had uh, in your younger days in youth sports growing up in Grantsville. I know it's not a huge town, but I assume that you were able to maybe play uh some little league stuff like that there yeah so i in high school i played well in my sophomore year started volleyball um, played basketball all four years um my our big thing my big thing growing up was high school rodeo and rodeoing and doing riding clubs so i was raised with horses and was competing at the age of six competing and winning trophies and i think that 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 kind of, i liked that feeling um and then really a big influence on me in, in high school was the FFA program as well. So I'm pretty sure that I went into coaching because of those strong leadership uh, roles that I had, those, those mentor coaches that I had in high school. Like I said, I wasn't, I mean, I played varsity and start varsity, but I wasn't college material. So it was interesting to see that where I ended up after that. Um, then let's see it, Cedar High. Um, that was, that was my favorite school. I still miss Cedar High and I've been back for many years, but I um, was able to be head coach girls basketball there. And, um, I, I got to coach along Steve Hodson and learn okay. from him, the master Yeah, <laughs> the way, yeah, the way he coached and watched his, uh, you know, him on the court and the way he he just managed his program. He was, he was a great mentor for me. Um, what else? Alana, she's awesome. He's, she's good influence as well. Well, let's continue on then. Mention it. Maybe a couple of the other leaders and mentors that had a great influence in your life. You've mentioned a couple here. So I'll give you a chance to talk about some other people that influenced you. Okay. Uh, well, back to high school, it was my volleyball coach, Janet Matthews, and then uh bill michelson he was hired on at the as the head football coach at grantsville back in the day and we were having a hard time keeping a coach so he ended up coaching girls basketball and so he he was he was a great influence on me it was intense i don't know if you remember bill michelson days but well, he, i'm trying to think if if i'm trying to think if it's the that. same if it's the same person I met was, did he go on to coach at Pleasant Grove later yeah, on? Yeah, Pleasant, yeah. Pleasant okay, Grove. It's, the, it's the same one. So I met yeah. him back when I was coaching. <laughs> yeah, he's great. He's actually a relative, but I didn't meet him until he came. I think my dad recruited him maybe. 
And then Jerry Hurst, he was over the FFA program um, and as involved as I was in, in high school rodeo between that and FFA, I'm pretty sure that he kept me in school. He made me toe the line. Um, so yeah, really great influences. Of course, my dad, he's the, if you're not first, you're last kind of guy, very competitive. Mm -hmm. And he grew up in Millard County, both he and my mom from Scipio and Kenosha area. Um, really good athlete, but he didn't go on to, he could have played college ball, but didn't. He got married and started working at Toll Army Depot. Um, and then at, at SUU or at Cedar, I remember as a new coach, just struggling, trying to figure it out, trying to coach like probably Bill Michelson did, which didn't work for me. Um, I was kind of in a bind. I went in with a really great program, had um, a couple division one players and um, just trying to figure, figure it out. And it was pretty intense then. It was like three hour practices and long nights and then we'd go lift weights. And at that time, my, my babies were little. I think I had one and maybe a future one coming. Um, but I was trying to coach like my dad and, my, and some of the, and Bill Michelson just didn't work out. Parents weren't happy. I remember one day, I don't know if you ever met Paul Maggio. He was my principal at the time and sat me down and he just let me know what was going on and gave me some direction. And he, he had faith in me and let me figure it out and um, kept me on. He could have booted me probably at that time, but he, he became a great mentor and support for me. Um, I also was able to coach. Rusty Taylor was an assistant coach for me. Um, okay. You're very familiar with Rusty. Yeah, Rusty was great. He, he was so fun to coach with, um, you know, just to hang out and kind of take that pressure off. So, yeah, those were good times. We laugh about that every time we see each other. That's um, great. Yeah. Then we came to Twila. That's when I decided um, I wanted to be in administration and went back to, to SUU. I had just a couple of courses. So I took my camp trailer down and parked it in the backyard of a friend for a month in July and finished up my endorsement and then was hired on as a VP at Twila High. Um, during that time, we had transitioned a few principals, but Kendall Topham was an incoming principal, but got deployed. So Larry Harrison, I don't know if you know Larry Harrison. I remember Larry and his son, yeah. Rick, yes. Yeah, so his Larry, Rick's dad, came in as an interim principal. I'll tell you, Larry taught me, he taught me a lot of stuff. He's one that you walk down and he, he just makes a wave. He just strolls down. Um, he kind of reined me in a little bit. He took me under his wing and really kind of mentored me with that wisdom. And um, I realized I really did like administration. Um, had the opportunity to open up a new elementary school, which I didn't know anything about elementary. I'm like, why do they have to have rugs and what's a cubby <laughs> type of thing? <laughs> and uh, so I had to learn that, but it was, it was fun merging um, faculty from several different schools and kind of creating our own identity. I think that's about the time I discovered um, educational leader Todd Whitaker and what, what great teachers and leaders do differently. He changed my life. I think before that I was trying to be a leader um, from some of the strong male leaders that I had, but it, that opportunity gave me a chance to find out who I was as a female leader and what I really stood for and what, what I valued. And 
what I wanted to accomplish. Um, so those so six years in elementary were, were really good for me. I also became an instructional leader at that time and found out that that really is where my passion is, is teaching, teaching and leading teachers um, to be better teachers. And then superintendent moved me to Stansbury High. Um, and wow, that was, that, was a, that was an incredible trip. And that's where I got familiar with Trevor, the best guys I know, Trevor Wilson, best athletic director I could have ever asked for. And as I walked away, I, I think the thing I'm most proud of is what Trevor and I had accomplished um, with, with extracurricular excellence. So we're, we're celebrating that today. That is great. And thank you for sharing those, those great leaders. Let me ask you this. So you're a, I should have mentioned this. So you're a, a product of the coaching factory at SUU. Yes. Along Coach, with many of the other Dr. guests Lund. that I've had on this show. Yes. <laughs> Dr. Lund is, he, I took a lot of classes from that guy. <laughs> and so when you got back to Tooele, and so what was it when you got back there and you said, okay, I'm, I'm done coaching. I want to go to administration. Was there a, uh, an eye-opening moment or you just thought, I'm just going to try something different? How did that work? Well, I, when I left Cedar High, I didn't, you know, I was just hoping to find a job because my husband already had a job. Um, and so I just walked in to HR one day and was lucky enough to sit down with the HR guy and there was an opening at Tooele High that, that fit my, my credentials. Um, it was a split between Tooele High and the alternative school, which at that time was on Tooele Army Depot. And we had four classrooms in an old barrack. And there was a gentleman who was a lead principal there that was working on his admin endorsement. And um, we didn't, I wasn't sure I was uh, in alignment with his leadership style and um, I'd had the opportunity at Cedar High to get my master's degree and by taking EL classes for like nine months out of that. And I was coaching and being a mom and everything. But for two, two Saturdays a month for 50 bucks, a course would go to, down a group of us from Cedar High and got my master's degree, but I was still missing those um, admin endorsement courses. So it was kind of a challenge. I'm a bit competitive and I saw this guy trying to finish up and I knew I had just a few courses. So that was my motivation to, to finish it up. Um, we ended up interviewing for the job at Twila and I, and I got it. So <laughs> I'm not sure that's the best motivation, but that's what kicked me in gear. So other than a couple of years, um, I've always had, I, it seems like I've always had activities and been connected with athletics and UHSA. So excellent, Galen. What's your biggest failure or disappointment in life, and what did you learn from it? That's that's a big question, Hutch, especially at my age. So I I, uh, I I'd like to think that with age, it, life, well, age puts those kind of things in perspective. Um, I've had a big disappointment. I was in the top three for high school rodeo breakaway roping and um, it was at the state finals in Heber city. And I was roping the best uh, I've ever had in the three seconds and was ready to go. My first go first round, I 
I picked up my rope, started swinging it too early, and there was a pull in the roping box that I didn't, I didn't know. It never had happened to me before. So my rope hit that pole, and it just it ruined everything else. I just couldn't get my head back into it, and so um, that one definitely stings because I remember it today, and I still use it as an example of you just got to pick yourself up out of the dirt. That was something I shared at a graduation speech. Sometimes you. You know, things like that happen and so fast, you just got to get back on that horse. It fit, of course, because we were the stallions. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of do-overs. You know, that first year of coaching, if I had only known, I feel like we would have, we could have brought home a state championship. Um, so it's a failure, but, you know, even today, it, you know, every day is you wish you could do better and, um, so there, there's some of that just walking away from stuff that means a lot and looking back and wishing you would have known or could have done this better. And so. Thank you for sharing that. Let me ask you a, a two-part question. The first one being the job of principal and how it's changed since you became a principal. And then the follow-up to that is, and in your dealings with Trevor, the role of AD in the nine years since you've known him, how that's changed since you first got to know what an AD was and uh, up till today. I'll yeah. turn to you. Okay. Well, definitely changes in admin um, and a high school, being a high school principal. And as we see our, the rapid growth in, in Tooele County, um, you know, just we, we're having a hard time keeping up until that new school comes in. But, you know, we dealt with COVID and I know, I know a lot of people don't want to talk about that or the challenges, just putting it away. But I, I'll tell you, I think some of um, my proudest moments come from us overcoming the challenges of COVID, not only, you know, and academically and with um, graduation being the way it was, but with athletics and us doing everything that we could as a state to make sure our athletes were able to perform, that our kids, you know, were, were able to do the things that they loved. And I'm super proud to be part of that Utah organization because I know not every state was able to do that. Um, I think mental health, the concerns of mental health are overwhelming. And, um, you know, in my career, I've lost a few kids to, to suicide and, and um, just the, the mental health that we deal with um, on a daily basis. And then that social media, it, it's time consuming with trying to figure out how to manage social media in the schools and um, with all the aspects, how to use it, how to use it technology appropriately and teach kids how to do that and keep them safe. Um, that's, been, that's been a big challenge as well. All right, and then the follow-up then, as uh, as you got to know Trevor, and you mentioned what a great mm-hmm. AD is, and of course I'll echo that, because he's been incredible for us in our association. Have you seen differences in the way the AD has to do his job absolutely. in the last nine years? Oh my goodness, absolutely. Um, I think the position of an athletic director is probably the most um the one that's understood the least. I don't think 
our stakeholders, community members realize what it really entails. Um, so they're overworked and maybe, maybe underappreciated. And um, when I got to Stansbury High, Trevor, I think was just had a few periods in his day as of the athletic director. And then, you know, we slowly got him to part-time and then I was able to find eventually um, in, you know, within a couple of years of another FTE. So I was paying for him to be a full-time athletic director. As we continue, as you know, it's just, I see that I see the overwhelming uh, requirements for like eligibility, register my athlete, register my coach, the, the trips and, you know, all the intricacies of being an athletic director that can be overwhelming. At this point, we don't have an athletic director secretary. We didn't have an admin secretary. And so Trevor's doing a lot of that. I know different districts have different situations. I'm sure. excited that we have an, a district um, activities director now with Katham. I think our district is definitely headed in the right direction with that. Um, so that'll be a focus. But what I see is from athletic director for the long hours, um, just the dedication it takes. Um, and that's just the surface of it. That's the surface of the iceberg. As I got to know Trevor a little bit more, like he's been trying to talk me into going to conferences for a, for a long time. <laughs> and um, it was always really hard to, to leave the school. And it seemed to right. be times when it's super busy. And of course we're pulled out as admin for a million different things. So to leave for one more thing, when I had an athletic director that I've, felt 100% confident in to cover and bring that material back. And I just turned the reins over to Trevor uh, and I just stayed out of his way. Um, and so, but to be part of the, the courses and um, what it takes to, to, to be certified, that, that's, that's a highlight in the last few years of my, of my career. And um, just to talk to Trevor, we'd go to Vernal and you know, scheme about how to improve our program. Um, and so it's just, it's a 24 seven position. And a, that person has a huge impact on the success of a school more than I think people realize. Let me ask you a follow-up to that. And as I mentioned earlier, I, I don't wanna say you're one of the few principals, but you obviously understand more than most what an ad does so if you could leave advice for other principals i realize you got the full fte for trevor if you mm -hmm. could leave advice for maybe some principals that aren't as enamored with their ad or don't quite understand <laughs> how to deal with their ad what might that advice be yeah well luckily i was blessed to have that upbringing being an athlete um and having those connections. And so even as a principal, like I, I love the activities. I love going to the activities. And who can say, like, I went to a, a band con concert. Um, it was actually one of their competitions with my husband. And I don't think people realize how, as a principal, you have a chance in one day, you know, in a week, you go to you to go to an activity, you could go to band and orchestra and drama and, um, you know, a game and several games. And then just who else does that, you know, in, right. in their job and um, get, be cultured by that and to be able to watch kids um, 
perform at what they love. If I, if I could go back and do from day one, what I wish that we had, and probably my, one of my proudest things walking away, and I'll just show you is, is our mission model. We have four areas um, and we, we have our high levels of learning, which is the academic part, our relationships and culture, our extracurricular excellence and our safe and orderly environment. Each one, if any one of those breaks down, it has a domino effect in the school. We have um, embedded athletic, well, not just athletics, but extracurricular into our culture. Um, Trevor is the lead over that. So he, it's part of our faculty meetings. He's always on the agenda, whether he's telling us, you know, the successes or sharing some stories or looking at the region cup standings. He's all, he is embedded in the culture of our school. And, um, he has a committee. We divide our whole school up into, they have to be at least on one of those committees and each department has to have representation in one of those areas. And um, he's got an incredible committee who's established um, a lot of things that such as trying to find some um, commonalities and some consistency in the handbook. That was one of our goals. And so using that, like we have areas of evaluations that we've been working on and how to align coaches evaluations um, and the surveys together. So that's something Trevor, Trevor and I have been working on the last years to make sure that those, that feedback that we get from our stakeholders is aligned to coaching evaluations. That's in that category. Program management with the equipment and the fields um, and the coaching staff and all of that um, is part of that. And then the clear and high expectations for all. Um, we have the region cup that, that Trevor's got going um, and and then we have our stats that's followed. Our success metrics has that section of uh, extracurricular excellence where we measure that each year and look at where we stand and set our, our upcoming goals based on that. So as a principal telling someone else what to do, I, I would highly recommend that they find a way to just make that a part of their culture where the athletic directors they know their purpose and so everyone else knows who they are and what their role is. There's nothing that keeps kids in classes and in school and finding success more than those activities. Um, and we're lucky to have coaches and referees like we do. It's harder and harder every year. So, yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Thanks for sharing mm -hmm. that. Let's go back to your, because I guess it's July. This is going to air actually in July. But now you've you're moving to another school, so I want you to talk about how it may be bittersweet. I know you said maybe it's time to move on earlier, but uh, going from a high school now then back to an elementary, that's a different clientele. That's a different, uh, whole different thing. So what are your feelings about that? Because as I said earlier, we're going to miss you dearly. So address that. Yeah, well, um, it hasn't been an easy transition. Like I'm excited for the new opportunities and um, I'm excited for Stansbury. They've got a, an awesome new co uh, principal that, that has that background in coaching and and loves athletics, his, you know, his, his kids are in the programs. And so they're in good hands. Um, 
but it's missing out on Friday Night Lights. Um, it's missing out on presenting ac academic all-state center court um, and cheering our kids on. And um, it's just part of being, you know, in that stallion community, we take so much pride in that and um, cheering, cheering kids on. Um, I definitely know that it will be different, even though Trevor said I could come and run security for him, which I will make him pay me. <laughs> yeah, good, good so for you. That for free. But, um, and now it's just, now I feel like I'm an outsider looking in. Um, and so, yeah, I, I know it's just part of it. I was at coaching at Cedar High when Canyon View opened up and lost, lost my assistant coach and several of my players, you know, it's, it's just hard to hard to see changes, um, but it's part of growth and part of life. And I will always be a Stallion fan. I was texting Trevor today, um, finding out how the Region Cup ended up, and we won again. And but our my my uh, what I'm proud about that is that we improved our sportsmanship, um, and that was one of our big goals: is to find ways to improve sportsmanship um, on and off the court for parents athletes, you know, the spectators to support our referees. So we ended up first in that and first overall. So that was awesome. Excellent. Galen, what's the favorite part of your job? Um, I have a lot of favorites. Um, my passion, things I get excited about is teaching teachers. I love to teach adults. Um, you know, they have the biggest impact in the school, but if you can teach them how to do, how to, how to teach effectively, um, that's what I love to see. I love to see student success. I love to see kids overcome hard things, um, develop and grow. And of course, you know, everybody says it's the students and I agree with that. Um, but, but just being there and supporting them. I was, I remember I was, VP when Gary Alverson was coaching at Twilla High and, you know, hit some last minute buckets to, to take him in to win that championship. And wow, that was, that was incredible. I love going to wrestling and just sitting and sitting and watching the tournament and being, being at UVU and just setting it, you know, at stadium and watching the kids perform. I, I, I'm going to miss that. And then the last thing is those classes down in St. George and, the national conference, even the law classes, you know, <laughs> learning and growing. I tell you, I would tell any principal, I, I would tell their athletic director to take the principal by the shoulders, look them right in the face and say, you will be a better principal if you take these courses because they cover everything. You know, the, we talk about SPED law, but you go to those and take those law courses you're going to leave with kind of anxiety, but it makes you a better principal. And those leadership courses, those have been a highlight too. So, Well, thank you. Thank you for the plug. And uh, that is some uh, great advice for our ADs and for our principals. Let's finish up with a couple of questions. The first one being, you've got two suggestions for a brand new athletic director. What are Galen's two suggestions in order for them to be successful? Um, the, their success has to be aligned with the, with administration's goals. Um, 
So it, it need, we need to do a better job of educating leaders, those in positions so that they understand the importance of, of extracurricular. And in my nine years at Stansbury, even in the last probably four, four years, I, I believe we're, we're making leaps and bounds in the right direction of that. We're having conversations. Um, there's so many more resources available and we are more educated in that. You have a state full of incredible athletic directors that are working for principals who, who just don't understand how they connect. Um, and so that would be, that would be one of my um, recommendations is, as an AD, you've, you've got to educate your, ad, your admin, those decision makers. There's ways to find funding. Like we came up with ways to support our teams as we were working on a sportsmanship improvement. We wanted every program to require parents watch one of those sportsmanship videos at their parent meeting. Um, and of course, I'm, you know, we want to incentivize it. And so if it got a certain percentage, we had money set aside to put back into the program. Twill counties, it's growing, but it's still small that we are tapping out our community for fundraising. And so finding ways to use the money that we actually have in, in high schools um, to put back in programs and having kids give back. So I think every program should have a service uh, requirement where they're giving back to the community. Um, we had a campus cleanliness goal where each, each team would, would have an area and when they would clean it, we would kick some of that funding back into their program to help offset that costs. So those conversations, like principals don't understand that unless you're having conversations um, together. And so that, that's important. We all know like, if one of our programs is struggling, it, it permeates the classroom. So if you're having a baseball team that's having conflict, you're gonna feel that in the classroom, in the hallways, it has a negative impact. So it's worth the time and effort to make sure that your extracurricular is, is just as important as those relationships, as the safety and that learning. So, and we have a systemic approach with our mission model, which, which really helps it. So, you know, each month we recognize uh, employee of the month out of every category. Um, and sometimes it's our ticket takers, sometimes it's our coaches. Um, it just depends on who's contributing. And so recognizing that too. The other thing that I'm really proud of is the way we recognize um, referees. And I gotta give that kudos and shout out to Trevor is we had a official recognition night where both teams had come out. We had a little gift for the, the officials, take a picture and just, just make sure our parents and our stakeholders saw that we, we really do appreciate them and to reemphasize how important they are to the success of our, of our program and kids. So I don't know if that was one, that was a lot. <laughs> no, that's great. Those are some, some great suggestions. I'll finish with this question. Galen, what question should I have asked you that I failed to ask you? Well, I put down to make sure I did talk about that, that mission model and, and 
I don't know, I, I think I could go and talk about that forever, but just collecting that data that we have, um, and it, for those that maybe don't do it, that region cup, it has to, has to do with your wins, your success, but your academics uh, and your sportsmanship combined. And so they, they, have a, they have it all set up to where each, after each season, we look at that, um, our school goals, uh, that we submit to the school board are based on on how we're doing. Like I said, we had to we had to relook at our sportsmanship, um, and and that was our focus to improve that. And so, just having that systemic approach where where activities is is as valued as everything else in that school. So. Yeah. That's very good. Let me give uh, a shout out to you and especially to Trevor. People may not know this, but it's probably been four or five years ago that the UIAAA began to award an academic state champion. And that came directly from Trevor and from mm -hmm. you. So we thank you for that yeah. because uh, we think that that's been a big thing. And we've had schools uh, jump on board and have been very appreciative. So thank you for that. And on Absolutely. that note, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of the UI AAA Connection. Again, our special guest today has been Galen War. I should say now former principal <laughs> at Stansbury High because she's moved on back to an elementary. Thank you for being on the podcast, Galen. Thanks, Hutch. Appreciate you thinking of me. For our listeners, we hope you tune in again next week for another edition of the UI AAA Connection. 